Talk Radio 96.7. Yeah, it's time to talk sports. Sports Central's on the radio, brought to you by the Lakeland Ledger. Hosting this afternoon's extravaganza, he said loosely, is Justin LaFerrier. <laughs> Very loosely there, Eric. Um, thank you, though. Welcome, everybody, to this Thursday's edition of Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. As Eric said, I am Justin LaFerrier. And I'm joined this evening alongside Miss Becky Messina and Mr. Wyatt Monroe, better known apparently as Intern Wyatt. <laughs> I thought I was going to escape it. I won't keep calling you that, but just so if there we have any returning listeners, I wanted to make sure they knew of course. who we were talking about. Of course. Not that they have any idea what you look like, but Intern Wyatt is here, nevertheless. <laughs> anyway, we got a jam-packed show for you this evening. As always, lots to cover on the local high school and college update side we're going to talk a little uh, national sports with MLB, NHL, PGA, big news there, MLS and NBA as well. And then, of course, wrap it with our usual local update in the fourth segment. But it rips by every single week, so we'll jump into it. Wyatt, I'm starting with you, man. What's going on in the local, local high school softball scene? All right, so the, uh, the Polk County East versus West Senior All-Star Game is set to be played this Monday at 6.30. While Bartow did not have any seniors on their team this year, that will that will be where the game is being hosted. Uh, some notable names that will be playing from Lake Wales High School are Zamaya McBurrows, Lydia Denton, Lila Denton, Presley Smith, Sydney Whitaker, and Hannah Bates. From Winter Haven High School, Caprice Leonard, Tori, Hur- Tori Hurlis, Reese Wells, and Mariah Dawkins. Go Blue Devils. Uh, now on the West All-Star team, the Lakeland Christian High School stars are Kaylee Zazali, Diana Martin, Taylor Van, Emily Gravitz, and Emily Lou Varnum. From Auburndale High School, Cassidy Point Bryant. And from Davenport High School, Madison Mendoza, Jocelyn Huddleston, and Juanetsi Feliciano. Very good. Yeah, that was good. Ooh, very good. We'd like to congratulate all the ladies who made the Polk County Senior All-Star Game this year. Good luck as they partake in that, uh, those festivities at Bartow High School. I want to mention, I mean, you kind of glossed over that there, Wyatt, but the fact that Bartow had zero seniors on their team, that's the state championship team, if I'm not mistaken, it was, correct? It was the state championship team. That's scary for next year. Yeah. Good luck. They will be at the Polk County All-Sports Awards June 13th. Cross Street, <laughs> RP Funding Center. What time? Uh, six fifteen. Six. Yeah, I think it's sold out by now, right? Yeah. Don't email me. Okay. <laughs> wow. All right. There we go. All right. Uh, probably somebody else who's going to be uh, honored next Tuesday at the RP Funding Center. Late Gibson wrestling. Wrestling. Jeez, I can't talk. Gabby Tedesco has had more than an impressive year when it comes to the wrestling scene. She's fem- a female wrestler who is competing at the one hundred and five pound division all year after finishing her junior year at ten and zero, after defeating Oak Oakleafs. Adriana Barrientos. It was obvious that Gabby was one of the kingpins of Lake Gibson's powerhouse wrestling team in 2023. She's the only state champion, the first official Lake Gibson girl state champion, and is the Ledger's Girls Wrestler of the Year. Congratulations, Gabby Tedesco. She'll definitely be in, in the house. I don't even know her, and I'm like a fan because of how much I've, <laughs> how many like invites I've sent her. Girl power. Like, I'm like <laughs> such a fan of her right? every time I see her. But Danny, we had Danny Walker on the TV show a few weeks ago. He's her coach. And he said, because before they even had other girl wrestlers, it was just Gabby. She practiced with the boys. 
Okay. That's like intimidating. Probably beat them all. Probably. She probably kicked yeah. their butts. Like, <laughs> Definitely. Like girl power. Correct me if I'm wrong, Becky. Danny Walker, Hall of Fame inductee this year, correct? He got inducted last, last year. year. Yeah, but I see. he is in the Polk County Hall. That's why I said correct me if I'm wrong. Yep. All right. Becky, what's going on with Winter Haven Track and Field? Yep. So Jaden Lippett is from Winter Haven. He is a track and field star. He placed first this past year in the boys' triple jump at the FHSA Class 4A Track and Field State Championships. While he competed at districts, Jaden placed first place in long jump as well. Overall, he's been a very valuable piece to the Winter Haven track field squad. He will also be getting honored on Tuesday at the Polk County All Sports Awards at 6.15 at RP Funding. I, I'm, <laughs> if you're not sensing the theme here, Polk County's got a lot of really good high school athletes, so... They're going to be honored next week. Most of them, if not all of them. They should all be honored. Pretty much all. If I did my job correctly, <laughs> they should all, right, all be honored. We're just going to block her <laughs> from now on. No. <laughs> um, I'm going to take baseball because I love baseball. Southeastern University baseball. The Fires Road ended. Uh, this When did they suffer this? Last Thursday, excuse me. They lost to Westmont last Thursday to put their World Series run to an end. Walks, airs, and hit batsmen were the cause of their loss of 6-4. to four to Westmont. We want to say congratulations to the Fire, though, for having quite the season over there. They were uh, they were going for another NAIA championship, but unfortunately fell short. I'm pretty sure they were close to undefeated in the regular season as well. Yeah, I think they had maybe one loss. Yeah, and it was at the end. So, good, great season for those, uh, those men over there at Southeastern University. Come on, Becky. I know you love to talk about lacrosse. And Florida Southern College. Of course. Well, <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I want to congratulate the Florida Southern College girls lacrosse team. Three of them were selected to play in the Intercollegiate Women's Lacrosse Coaches Association Senior All-Star Game this year. Haley Dalio, Lizzie Lynch, and Gianna Verone played in the game this last Saturday early in the morning. Congrats for receiving the honor. I think it's pretty cool to be able to go play in one of these All-Star games. So Absolutely. And uh, we do want to give some special recognition to other college athletes. What do you got, White? Not ready. Man, you're going back to intern Wyatt. <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, Warner University women's flag football. Uh, Warner University's Madison Tension was awarded Sun Academic All-Conference honors this past weekend. To earn this honor, the student must be enrolled for at least two semesters and maintain a 3.5 GPA. Congratulations to Madison for receiving this honor. You want to keep going? I'll keep going. <laughs> I mean, we've talked about this before, but again... This is with Polk State Volleyball. We want to talk about the Polk State Train to Compete camp that will be taking place this summer, July 18th through 20th and July 25th through 27th. Assistant coach Diana Barbosa will be hosting this camp. It is for female players of all skill levels, ages to ages 10 to 16. We welcome you to come out. You want to take the last one? Come on, buddy. Okay. You're doing good. Keep going. Just keep going. A uh, little FCSAA all-academic recognition. 31 Polk State athletes received the honor of being placed on the FCSAA all-academic team. These honors range throughout many sports at Polk State, with those being basketball, baseball, soccer, softball, and volleyball. Congratulations to Polk State and all the players who receive recognition for this award. Absolutely. That uh, speaks volumes of those young men and women for their... Uh, Receiving that recognition, not only for their athletics, but uh, uh, even more so for their academic achievements as well. Let's stick with some uh, softball. Wyatt, I don't even know if you have this in here. We're going to talk about it right now anyway because Eric's getting ready to pull the hook out. But tonight is game two of the Women's College World Series, softball College World Series. You know anything about college softball? 
I do not. All right, good talk. Becky. Florida State versus Oklahoma. All right, you were at least there. Oklahoma took game one last night in a, a best uh, two out of three series for the national championship there on the college softball. Oklahoma is the defending, I believe, two-time champion. I thought it was three, but I was going to say I think they're going for wrong. three. Oh, this okay. would be yeah, three. That sounds right. Um, but last night, pitcher, I think Jordy Ball. I, don't quote me on that. Uh, yeah, I'm right. Jordy Ball. I was right. Jordy Ball. She threw seven innings of two-hit ball with 10 Ks uh, to shut out the Seminoles in game one, five to nothing. Oklahoma, number one seed in the tournament right now. Came, they're 60 and one on the year. That's insane. I watched one game from Oklahoma. And it does not represent what that just told me because it took them until the ninth inning to score that final uh, run to get the win there. Really? Who were they? I forgot who they were playing, but it was in the World Series. Till then, well, that's all it takes is one run to win, right? That is all it takes. But I mean, you say sixty and one, and that sounds like they dominate every game from the first inning and on. Hey, doesn't matter if you win by one or ten. <laughs> so a win's a win. A win is a win. <laughs> right? I'm a little uh, nervous for Florida State. I game two is to tonight. So bad. Game two is tonight. So it is a, uh, a elimination game for Florida State. They got to win to keep to move on to uh, game three. But tonight at seven thirty on ESPN, Oklahoma and Florida State. Hopefully, Florida State can even the series and push it to game three. Uh, I know there's a lot of people that are rooting for Florida State. It's just always nice to see a new champion, especially after Oklahoma's won two years in a row. Yeah, but spread the wealth. <laughs> spread. The, that's all I'm gonna say. Spread the wealth. Um, again, for those of you that don't know, because we've been talking about it for the last, I don't know, six months, it feels like, but, uh, <laughs> next Tuesday night, June 13th at 630, 15. 615, <laughs> dang it, uh, at the RP funding center, Polk County, all sports awards and hall of fame ceremony taking place. It is always a fun filled evening showcasing the immense talent we have here in central Florida's Polk County. And of course, uh, celebrating the five hall of fame inductees. Yep. Uh, Jeff Sykes from Warner university. Is it university or college? Uh, Jeff Sykes, Barney Barnett, Chris Richard. Oh, my God. Steve Pierce. And Terrence McGriff. And Terrence McGriff. Thank Those you. are your five inductees uh, for next Tuesday night across the street at the RP Funding Center. But that's going to do it for segment one. Eric's pulling out the hook, so he stops yelling. We're going to go to break here. Stay tuned. We'll come back. Segment two of Sports Central. Talk Radio 96.7. Sports Central is what you got this Thursday afternoon, brought to you by Fred's Market Restaurant. Let's get back to it with Justin, Becky, and Wyatt. Thank you, Eric. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to segment two of Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. I'm Justin. That's Becky and Wyatt with you this evening. Let's jump into some baseball. My sport of choice, I found out, not Wyatt, so I'm not going to talk to him this segment, but uh, (laughs) just kidding. Just kidding. Let's talk a little Detroit Tigers since uh, they do call Lakeland their home. Unfortunately, they were postponed last night thanks to uh, the massive Canadian wildfires that are, wildfires that are taking place right now and blanketing the Northeast, Midwest, and even into the Southeast with smoke. Uh, believe it or not, uh, the game last night in Philadelphia was postponed to 6.05 tonight. Correct? Correct. I'm going to check you on that, Wyatt. Intern Wyatt with the research. Did not feel (laughs) confident with that one, but that's all right. Uh, They're going to play tonight either way. I think we're we're thinking 6.05. Tigers right now sitting at 26-33 and on the season. Surprisingly, only three games back in the AL Central. Uh, 
pretty surprising if uh, you know anything about baseball. Well, Wyatt, you don't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just going to kill him here. Um, Tiger, I think very surprising for a lot of people that uh, pay attention to baseball. The Tigers weren't expected to do much. The fact that they're only three games out, A, speaks to how bad the AL Central is. The Tigers <laughs> being uh, seven games below 500, and they're only three games back of first place. Uh, the Tigers, I think, are going to fall a little further, though. They just lost Riley Green, their top, uh, or their center fielder, their number three hitter in their lineup, as well as Eduardo Rodriguez, who's their number one pitcher in the rotation. So both of them on the I.O. with injuries right now. So I, the Tigers are going to be struggling to uh, keep their head uh, where it's at, let alone above water, because right now they're not even above 500. So <laughs> see what happens. Hopefully they can fight back a little bit and uh, stay in contention in the AL Central. I'd like to see them fighting. Uh, It'll make the trade deadline a little more interesting for those guys here in about a month and a half, two months. So, A.J. Hinch doing well with a young team there. Um, see what happens. 26-33 and 33 on the year. Look for that game tonight against Philly. Wyatt says it's 6.05, but I'd check your TV guide because Wyatt doesn't know. Promise. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk Tampa Bay Rays right across the bay. On the other hand from the Tigers, they're 46-19 and 19 on the year after beating the Minnesota Twins 2-1. to one. Last night, right? Uh, yeah, last night. And they finish up their series. No, today. They win today? Yeah, this afternoon. Thank you. They raised, finished up the series with the Twins <laughs> earlier this afternoon. The final score of that game was 2-1. to one. Very good, What? The Rays will face off against the Texas Rangers in a really interesting series starting tomorrow. First pitch will be thrown at 640. You can catch that game uh, where you may or may not subscribe to MLB.tv. So, the Rays taking on the Rangers. The Rangers right now sitting in first place of the AL West, 40 and 21 on the season. I think that uh, they're they have spent a lot of money on uh, different players over the last two seasons. Becky's like, yeah, I know. She has no idea. <laughs> um, Marcus Simeon and Corey Seager last year, two position players that are actually doing very well this year. They've come uh, back to form and they spent a ton of money in the offseason for Jacob Degrom. Heard of that guy? No, no. I know my Yankees. Wow, man, I'm really talking to myself here, Eric. This is bad. How are your Red Sox doing? Um, they're not doing great. I, I, I'm not, that's why I'm not talking about them. But anyway, the, all the money that the Rangers spent on Jacob DeGrom this year was having a pretty good year until now he is out for the season after having to undergo Tommy John surgery. Uh, if he hasn't already, he'll be taking, undergoing that in the next couple of days. So losing their number one pitcher. We'll see if the Rangers can stay afloat in the same division with the Astros. We'll find. We'll talk my Red Sox. Not great. 31 and 31 on the season. They're 500, 13 and a half games in first place. Is that the bottom of the division? They, yes. Ooh. And you know, right now, 31 and 31, they'd be a half game out of first place in the AL Central. Yeah. <laughs> That's so sad. It's terrible if you're in the AL Central, but uh, 31 and 31 in the year, and they're fifth place in the AL East right now. Right so. where they belong. All right, Wyatt, I guess it's you and I for the rest of the show, buddy. <laughs> How are the Braves doing? The Braves, uh, let's go. Let's go through the divisions real quick. Obviously, we talked about Tampa Bay Rays leading the East. Minnesota Twins in first place in the Central. Rangers in first place in the West for the time, being the Braves at 37-24. and 24, Three games up on the Miami Marlins in the NL East. The Milwaukee Brewers, they are one game up on the surprise Pittsburgh Pirates in the NL Central. And uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks, goodness. They are uh, one and a half games up on the L.A. Dodgers in the NL West. And surprise, surprise, the San Diego Padres, who have probably the highest payroll 
in all of baseball, or at least not one of the top three highest payrolls. The Mets are probably the highest payroll. But the uh, Padres at 29 and 33 on the year. Just showed you. Money doesn't buy everything. Just look at the Pittsburgh Pirates. Is Andrew McCutcheon coming in next week? I doubt it. He's probably got a game. No. Pretty sure he was in. He should. He will be inducted once he retires. Yeah. From Fort Maybe. Meade. I'll nominate him. He's from Fort Meade. He'll be inducted. <laughs> anyway, you're, Eric. You're Boston Red Sox. This segment has been terrible. Please take us to the break. We'll be back <laughs> in segment three. Hey, and the greatest talk radio programs include Sports Central, too. Sports Central brought to you by Hollywood Signs. Here's Justin LaFerrier. Great tune. Remember when Richie would tell you to let these play out? Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, he would just sit there and grin back like a possum. Yeah, he would. <laughs> anyway. Thank you, Eric. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to segment three of Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. I'm Justin. Loving the music intro. That's Becky and intern Wyatt here with you. So you're never going to live it down now, man. Never. I never. mean, it's stuck now. It's just going to stick. It is what it is, buddy. Own it. We're going to talk a little NHL because the Stanley Cup playoffs are still going on. What's going on with the Florida Panthers? So, uh... <laughs> Last Thursday, I told y'all that the Panthers were going to sweep. The Panthers what? are now down 0-2. <laughs> oh, man, I might be the bad luck. Did you pick the that? Panthers, too. Oh, well, then we're blaming it on you. You don't know Becky's the reason anything. the Panthers went down two games. I just Anyways, said I was hoping they would win. You said they fair, would win. I said I was hoping they would win. Don't listen to either <laughs> Becky or Wyatt anymore. <laughs> Game three is tonight at 8 p.m. The Panthers have seemed to have a goalie issue with Bob Roski after losing Game One five to two and losing Game Two seven to two, and a speed issue it seems all around the team. The the Golden Knights are straight killing them down the court. Clearly, I, judging by the scores, it, it's not looking good. But uh, the Panthers still somehow open tonight's game as a minus one twenty home That's favorite. That's the home ice factor right there for you. But the way it's going, I don't like the Panthers' chances. I think the Golden Knights may sweep. I'm I not have, calling it. I have faith in the Panthers. Why it's he's like ah, I don't want to say anything anymore. He's been burned. <laughs> he's been burned too much. That we'll see what happens though. I know uh Matthew Kachuk and uh company have got to turn things around there in Sunrise to uh hopefully send this series back to Vegas for a game five. We'll see. They got tonight and then uh, I'm assuming what, two nights from now probably game four? Uh two or three. You don't have to look it up, Charlie. I think it's Saturday. <laughs> anyway, uh, Tampa Bay Lightning going to look to get back to the Stanley Cup picture next season. Next season. Um, they do have some work to do this offseason, though, as they look to keep their core together. Uh, Alex Kalorn is up for a new contract. He came into the season with Tampa in 2012-2013, and the franchise will need him to return alongside Captain Steven Stamkos, Nikita Kucherov, and Braden Point in 2023 24 and beyond if they look to get back to prominence and uh, hoist that Stanley Cup once again in Champa Bay. like what I did there. That was good. Thanks. Original. Not at all. But um, Little MLS. This is new to the show. You take it away, Wyatt. Lionel Messi to, um, what is it, Inter-Miami? Inter-Miami CF. Inter-Miami CF. If anybody knows what CF means, we're going him. with club football. With club, club of football. <laughs> but uh, I think he got uh, offered to play in the Saudi league, sixty-five million. 
per season. Wow. And he turned it down due to his morals. Oh. And did is that his way of calling Cristiano Ronaldo immoral? I think it's just his way of saying the Saudis are a little it's okay. Immoral. You could say yes. Ah, no. <laughs> Screw morals. I'm yeah, Ronaldo, yeah, I, Ronaldo, I, took Ronaldo the money. just looked at the money and said, yeah. yeah. Wow. That's big, though, for uh, MLS, man. Have a guy, star power like huge. Leo Messi come over. So huge that tickets for next season's games are already sold out, and your lowest ticket that you can get is $465. Wow. All right, break the bank. <laughs> wow. Sticking with MLS, the Orlando City Soccer Club. Shout out to uh, Ryan Buckley, friend of the show. We miss you. <laughs> who uh, is over with the Orlando City Soccer Club now. They're on the 6-5-4 and four on the season after 15 games. They last played against the New York City Red Bull SC this past Saturday, won by a score of 3 nothing. Facundo Torres helped lead the team with two goals for that game. Their next game will be against the Colorado Rapids on Saturday at 7.30. And if uh, you have ESPN+, Plus, you can watch. See if they get back in a win column there. You ever been to a uh, Orlando City game? I have not. You? They're very fun. I, I've heard the stadium is very, uh, it's very intimate. That too. MLS stadiums are one of the most updated stadiums throughout America. So they've if you got a whole see, like, uh, like crazy fan crowd, don't they? Like yeah, section. Yeah, and you can order depending on what seats you have. You can order food from your seats, so you don't have to miss the game. Just wow. on a phone. Oh, that's now. really nice. Actually, okay, Becky's wants to go now. <laughs> <laughs> I can order food from my seat? What? <laughs> I'm going. I'm in. Buckley, hook her up, buddy. Um, PGA Tour, big news if you're a golfer or care anything about golf. I'd still say the biggest news of the week. The PGA Tour has made the decision to merge with the LIV Tour this past Thursday. This deal is the new best thing for golf, and we can expect to see some kind of super tour combined between the two. It does make you think how PGA players feel, however, when they stayed loyal to their tour and refused millions of dollars to change to LIV. Those LIV players that transferred were told that they would never be allowed to play on the PGA Tour again, and now they have merged, and they are back with all the money, and they can play on all PGA Tour uh, courses and events. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of a black eye on the PGA Tour to take that staunch uh, opposition against LIV, and now... I'm confused what happened, and of course yeah. there hasn't been an exact press release on that yet. And when you say multiple times that you're going to not allow these players to join back and then you all of a sudden do out yep. of nowhere, it's kind of interesting. All right, Wyatt, pop quiz. Pop What's quiz. LIV stand for? This is uh, 54. That a boy, 54. 54. I, I would not have gotten that question correct. Oh. Okay, because they play they play fifty four holes every tournament. See, oh, okay, trivia, right? (laughs) They're also getting sued by the Miami club. (laughs) We used to, you know that, right? I did not. What happened? You want me to bring it back? COVID happened. COVID happened. We'll bring the trivia segment back. Don't worry, it's on the script. You may have to talk talk to your boss. It's my semester semester project. (laughs) I, the whole thing of people having to come to the radio station in person to pick up a prize, COVID. Oh no, I meant trivia between the three of us. Okay, so no prizes. We actually had call-in people. Really? I did know that. Yes. What happened to this? You could you would have to come up with a trivia question for each show, and the prize could be like. $20 $20 to Harry's Seafood Bar and Grill or something to that effect. I think for every sport we go over, you should just give us a trivia question, like me okay. and Wyatt. That's not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Wow. Maybe I'll eventually learn a sport other than baseball. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. We'll see, though. Uh, Eric, uh, pulling out the hook yet, man? Keep it going. We're going to keep going. All right. I just want to make sure before we jump into this, let's talk a little NBA. Um, Miami Heat right now, uh, they, Miami Heat are in the NBA Finals right now. That's uh, something to be said for South Florida. Florida Panthers, Miami Heat, both in the uh, respective championship rounds. It is. That's big news. It, it is big news, but normally we see that with the Lightning instead of the Panthers, so it's an oh, interesting thing going on there. here. See what you did there. Lightning, the Rays, the Bucks. I get it. The powerhouse it. of Florida. I get it. Champa Bay. Champa Bay. We get it. Anyway, the uh, the Heat did lose game three last night, uh, 109-94. to Game four going to be tomorrow night at 8.30. They open up that game at a plus 140 on the money line. I think that, again, is the uh, home court advantage taking effect there on the money line. But Nikola Jokic puts up a 30 20 and 10 triple double stat line last night. Never been done before in NBA Finals history. It is scary how him and Jamal Murray work so well together. Yes. And you watch the Heat play the full game and you look at them, and that is a very good basketball team on that court when they're executing plays. And they still can't stop that duo. No. On top of that, when they do want to play defense in double team Jokic or Murray. You leave players like Aaron Gordon open to get wide open dunks, yep. which they saw in game one. So I don't know if the Heat has an answer. They did in game two, uh, but we saw how that went in game three when they tried to execute the same plan. Exactly. I mean, in my opinion, the Heat are punching above their weight. They have been pretty much all playoffs, hence the reason they were in it. I think they were the number nine seed in the play in tournament. Uh, because the Hawks, maybe. No. No, they were, they like, were the number eight seed. Yeah, they the were eight seed all, all throughout. Seven seed, because the Hawks went to them. Anyway, <laughs> they were low in the tournament, and uh, they were the eighth seed when they actually got into the tournament. And then uh, now here they are in the NBA Finals. I mean, they clearly have a good team um, that plays well together. They're well coached. They've got seven players in their rotation, man, that were undrafted. Correct. That's unbelievable. That From is, a player development standpoint. And when you look at those stats, uh, I think it's under 0.5% of all players in the NBA are uh, originally undrafted. And many of those players come from D2 and D3 programs. So it'll be very interesting to see how the rest of that series plays out with that yeah. with that stat on top of it. We'll see. Game 4 tomorrow night, 8.30 p.m. in Miami. That, ladies and gentlemen, going to do it for segment three of Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. Stay tuned. We're going to let you know what's going on here in Central Florida's Polk County. Fourth and final segment of Sports Central here. Talk Radio 96.7, and it's brought to you by the Hampton Inn Winter Haven. Let's get back to it with Wyatt and Becky and Justin. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to segment four. Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. I'm Justin. That's Becky. And Wyatt's still here. We haven't run him off yet. Just not quite. Not quite. He does look tired, though. We've worn him out today. It's been a long day. It has. It's got a lot going on. It has. Um, AI and such stuff. Oh, wow. <laughs> that stuff is crazy. Um, Robots equal bad. <laughs> anyway, let's jump into the look. Yeah, that's pretty much that's the sum, sum and substance of it. Um, not slay. 
Let's jump so into the local like. update. <laughs> local update and uh, let everybody know what's going on here in Central Florida, Polk County. For more information on these events and anything else going on, please check us out, centralfloridasports.com and visit centralflorida.org. You guys take it away. All right. The United States Twirling Association Twirling Southeast Regionals is taking place at Polk State starting tomorrow through June 11th. I actually really like twirling. I like to watch it. Maybe I'll go. <laughs> Maybe or definitely? Uh, Maybe. <laughs> I got things to do. But twirling is actually a really cool sport. If you have never seen it, it's actually really entertaining to watch. So I suggest going. Polk State College. Check them out. Yep. Becky will be there. <laughs> maybe. Buy <laughs> <laughs> tickets while you're there. <laughs> uh, United States Fast Pitch Association States is taking place at Bartow Softball Complex. Christina, uh, I don't. Christina Park, is that what it is? Correct. Yep, and Loisy Harp Park. Correct. Yeah. Full City Lakeland Park. <laughs> uh, June 9th, so tomorrow, also through the 11th. So if you're not into twirling, but you're into fast pitch, go check that out. I won't be at that, but hopefully some other people can, can go. Um, John Mariotti Florida Cup is happening June 10th to the 11th at Lake Myrtle Baseball Fields. Um, this is a cool event out in lakeland at axe caliber on june 10th the father of all axis tournament um i believe you can just go throw axes for father's day i'm assuming i'm pretty <laughs> sure that's how it looks and it is a tournament i think they get presented with some type of axe trophy at the end oh that's pretty cool i've been to axe caliber and it is very fun so i do suggest going out and throwing some axes it's a lot easier than you think it is but it's also still challenging when they put targets up on the board for you to try to hit. Um, Global FFF Soccer Camp is happening June 12th to June 16th at Northeast Regional Park, which I think is in Davenport. Correct. Yeah, Very look good. at me go. Look at you learning. Learn. <laughs> uh, Sunshine State Games Table Tennis is happening June 16th to the 18th at Simpson Park in Lakeland. I yes, think? yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's in the north side of Lakeland. Uh, NSA Father's Day Classic is happening June 17th to the 18th at Bartow Softball Complex and Christina Park. Florida Southern Lacrosse Classic is happening June 17th to June 18th. That's taking place at Lake Myrtle. Um, I think just the fields out front, the lacrosse fields. I out believe front. so. Yep. Yep. Uh, Waba Father's Day Invitational is happening June 17th to the 18th at Northeast Regional Park, the baseball fields, and Florida Elite Coaches cert Certification is happening on June 17th at RP Funding. That's Again, for information on those events and anything else, please check us out at centralfloridasports.com or visit centralflorida.org. This always rips by. I don't know about you guys. You getting used to it yet, Wyatt? Of course I'm getting used to it. And uh, that's going to do it for this edition of Sports Central here on Talk Radio 96.7. For Becky and Wyatt, I'm Justin. We'll be back next week.